0: The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, the media. To watch the ongoing media propaganda, it's like watching propaganda.
1: Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. We needed to speak up as a church about some of these issues that we're facing in the nation. Because heterosexuality is God's good intention and design. Parents are a little bit too complacent sometimes about, oh, how bad can it be? It's very bad. It's bigger than most people realize. And it's basically sexualizing children, Is what it is. Because you can't be truly
0: conservative and be advocating for so-called rights on the basis of what God says is a sin.
1: Yep, I used to be a liberal too.
0: This is Mission America. With Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things,
1: all things are still,
0: still possible.
1: Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles at WorldNetDaily, wnd.com, on barbwire.com, on lifesitenews.com, and elsewhere elsewhere on the web, and be sure to check out my book, written especially for teens, which has just been published in its revised second edition called Maybe He's Not Gay, Another View on Homosexuality, and you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. As the school year gets going here, I think it's really important for parents to have a heart-to-heart talk With themselves. Yes, how much do we trust? our schools, and how much do you trust your child's teachers to always present material with sound values and not material that will wreak havoc with your child's stability and innocence before you can even get a handle on what's happening. Too many parents have been trusting schools and found that their faith was misplaced. And here's a huge caution about this issue year in particular with the insanity of the left, their intense antagonism toward any semblance of conservative values, we are seeing a huge push to expose kids to all of their misguided agendas in favor of abortion, homosexuality, gender confusion, socialism, anti-law enforcement, a nation with no border laws or open borders, and everything being portrayed falsely as racism, quote unquote, all the time, and also in favor, everything in favor of Islam and giving it a pass everywhere, in favor of feminism, and of course, So much of what we're seeing in schools is deliberately and intentionally anti Christian. And so I spent some time recently looking at controversies over books and at some of the books themselves that have happened recently in schools. And wow, I really thought it used to be a horrible situation 10 or 15 years ago. But just let me tell you that you are going to want to have your younger children. Occupied Elsewhere for a few minutes as I give you the lowdown, unfortunately, and then what what you can do on the kinds of books that are available to your children and being incorporated into their reading assignments. And I'm talking mainly about public schools. Yes, so many of them are so bad, I could never read excerpts from them on the air. I just have to describe and you have to figure out what I'm talking about. Um, But even what I'm describing is probably not appropriate for your younger kids. Your religious schools are generally speaking not going to have these available, but it never hurts to check. But it's one more reason would be one more protective thing you could do to your kids is to get them out of the public schools. And let me just clue you in to the way the American Library Association manipulates all this, because they have no problem with more and more radical and garbage-filled books that younger and younger kids are reading. Many of the most quote-unquote award-winning books are pure Trash, And there are many reasons publishers are publishing them and schools are putting them on display as worthwhile reading materials. Here are a couple of those reasons. One is real obvious. Sensational stuff sells. It makes money for the publishers. And librarians and teachers get quite a few perks from book fairs the more books their kids order. And so if parents aren't watching these books, reading them, checking them out for yourself and raising the roof when you see problems, well, the teachers and librarians have a clear road to do whatever they want. Um, Another reason, of course, is that the liberal agendas of all, all the ones I've mentioned are heavily promoted in way too many of the current novels and nonfiction books for kids. And then many public school educators and most librarians, I would have to say, are on board with these liberal viewpoints. Another big reason is that even though so many of these books have adult language and X-rated themes, they are written at about a fourth grade level for the supposed reluctant reader. Yes, porn, mental health issues, violence are a great way to get kids to read, don't you think? Well, no. Of course, we don't agree with that. But that's what they'll sneak by, parents and communities, unless we watch over this. So you will hear during the beginning of the school year all about the horrors of banning books because the American Library Association always has banned books week in the fall, but do not. Do not fall for this. Do not be intimidated into thinking you can't be choosy about your child's material or else you're like the nation of Germany under Hitler burning all the books. I mean, one parent or even a community or a school deciding against certain books is not banning that book for everybody in the whole country. That's what they want you to think. And all the while, these liberals are doing what they're accusing everyone else of. They're excluding from your child's choices material that might be wholesome or reflect traditional values. And of course, nothing expressly Christian must ever be offered in a class in the public schools or on the library shelves or a display about Christianity. Wow, that would be amazing. But they'll have library displays about Islam, They'll have library displays during Ally Week, encouraging your kids to become allies with those who profess an LGB or T lifestyle, which is not Christian, friends. Being kind to people is not the same as signing on to approval of their expressly sinful behavior that they do not need to be involved in. So it's okay in many of these schools that they are promoting all of these radical agendas, but Christianity and traditional values are off the table. You'll even see flat-out Islam in its religious form being upheld and supported, as we've seen in some of the news stories where parents found out what their kids were being taught, even including the Islamic conversion prayers, and so on. So it gets very blatant unless parents blow the whistle on all this. Another excuse you hear all the time, and from parents who just don't want to get involved, have to say it, but that's the case, that they'll they'll say, along with the school, that this is all about realism and what's the harm and kids need to know what's going on in the world and this is what life is like for many kids. That's what the teachers who will be recommending reading lists that with many questionable books on them, that's what they'll say. They basically, what they're basically trying to do is to do therapy for kids with the most troubled backgrounds. They think they're being sensitive to these kids. No, they're depressing everyone, including the kids who have these kinds of problems in their homes. With that excuse, we are supposed to let our developing and impressionable kids' hearts and souls be immersed in stories about, for instance, suicide. That's a big theme now, as in the often-challenged but somehow still-popular book called 13 Reasons Why, and also the Netflix series of the same name. And not only is Netflix not responding to the objections of people who are pointing out that binge-watching this series has been associated with at least one actual teens suicide. The American Family Association has joined with the Parents Television Council to ask Netflix to back off. Oh, no, they're not backing off. But the book is also out there too. And that's what started all this. No, this is called realism, friends, and it's supposed to help the suicide problem. These are impressionable kids. They can be drawn into depressing themes and personalize it, and parents might never know. You don't want your kids curling up with these kinds of books on a rainy night. Other big themes that are popular now are gun violence and all about that issue, including some books are out there talking about school shootings, depression. Uh, There are books about eating disorders, drug use, of course, and alcoholism, parents who have mental health or substance abuse issues. And then there's rape and even molestation and incest, depicted in some books in great detail. For instance, the education elite gets incensed that people would ever object to books by Toni Morrison, like The Bluest Eye, which is recommended under many Common Core recommended book lists. Well, The Bluest Eye, along with the other one that they can't understand why anybody would object to, is The Color Purple by Alice Walker. Both feature girls being raped by their fathers in explicit detail, Along with other sexually graphic scenes and all kinds of vulgar language. The Bluest Eye, it portrays this poor girl who is impregnated by her father. She's then befriended by a pedophile. Yes. And there are scenes in there that are from the point of view of the pedophile who believes he's doing the will of God, another distortion, and it's vulgar throughout. There's vulgar language. It's just gossipy, vulgar trash. Yes, about poor, young African-American girls, again, they're, they're fictional characters, who are victimized, and I'm sure this is going on. Does this help kids like this or anyone else? Are we supposed to turn a blind eye to the fact that this is described in great sexual detail? Somebody thinks that's really cool and appropriate for kids. No, sorry, we are talking about forming the hearts and souls of our kids of all races and backgrounds. We need to give them noble and good things to think about and not drag them into the gutter in graphic detail and depress them even further if their lives happen to be tragic in some way. On no level does this book work well. It's not therapy. It doesn't help the cause of women. It doesn't help racial equality. It furthers Satan's goal to depress and discourage and corrupt our kids and make them believe there is little or no hope to trust other human beings, including their parents, other people's parents, the adult world, and we wonder why suicide is climbing among our kids. Could some of this be the media, the books, the material that we're putting in front of them, supposedly to quote-unquote help them? This does not help. Let me describe several other books that have been the subject of recent controversies where parents did object. There are numerous books, of course, promoting homosexuality and gender confusion out there, too numerous to mention all of them. I just wrote an article, and I've had have many articles on our website at missionamerica.com, so go there for more details on the gender confusion books, the homosexuality books. They show up pretty much everywhere because schools and the activist teachers in schools and librarians who are so likely to be liberal are trying to normalize all of this, including parents who head households who are two homosexuals with minor children in the home, which is unbelievably poor judgment. Uh, But that's another whole, uh, that could do another whole program on that. A couple of books that are commonly out there that are, that you need to, well, there's lots of them. Okay. I'm just going to mention a couple. Two Boys Kissing. That book is pornographic from almost page one and continues through the whole book. Uh, The Perks of Being a Wallflower has been out there a long time. The Perks of Being a Wallflower, it is a very uh, harmful book. There's another book that I would like to talk about called Ask Me How I Got Here. This is not a homosexually themed book. It's about abortion. Yes, I'm going to talk about that book and a whole range of other books. I'll get it, try to get a chance to mention some of the more common ones that are on the American Library Association's most challenged book lists, the ones that when they say challenged, they mean where there were parental objections in recent years. I'll try to do that in our next segment. This is Linda Harvey on Mission America Radio, and we're trying to help parents figure out how to select and approve and watch out for appropriate, good, wholesome, and positive reading material for your children for the next year. Stay with us here on Mission America Radio. We'll be right back following these messages. Don't go away. Your son or daughter will be facing challenges at school this year, but there's one challenge we can do something about, and that's the promotion of homosexuality and gender change. And yes, it even happens in some faith-based schools. If you want to equip your child with the truth, please check out my book written especially for teens. It's called Maybe He's Not Gay, Another View on Homosexuality. It's for those students who have friends or peers who claim they were Born to go down the sinful road of homosexual behavior, but there's another side, as you and I well know. So take a look, and you'll find out more information about maybe he's not gay right on our homepage at missionamerica.com.
0: Today's program is pre recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda.
1: And we're talking today about books and the media, frankly, that your children are exposed to, but primarily at school, and what you parents need to be thinking about for this coming school year. You know, really watching out for what the kids are exposed to, what the recommended book lists are what displays are in your library. There are lots of agendas here, folks, and many of them, the public schools I'm talking about, are not positive and valuable for your kids, but the opposite. So you need to watch over this. At the end of the last segment, I mentioned a book. I'm going to just cover quickly a few more books, and please go to our website at missionamerica.com because I have detailed articles on there about more of these books. But there are many trends. There, there's no holds barred. One of them now is to blatantly advocate abortion. There's a book called Ask Me How I Got Here by Christine Hepperman, and this book came to my attention when I was in touch with a fantastic Indiana pro-family leader, Rhonda Miller, who is the education chair of the Indiana Liberty Coalition, and she was on my show at the beginning of the summer telling us all about an uproar in her usually very conservative school district uh, in northern Indiana, the Wani School District, and this all Happened at Northwood High School when a ninth grade reading list was given out and Kids were supposed to gather in groups together, choose a book, vote on one book, and then make a public, I think it was a PowerPoint presentation, on the book they've selected. So depending on the content of the book, you just didn't have just one or two children corrupted by this book. They were going to then indoctrinate the whole class. Well, one of the books was Ask Me How I Got Here by Christine Hepperman, and here's what one book review said about this book. Quote, Adele has always known what she was running toward, whether in cross-country, in her all-girls Catholic school, or in love, until she and her boyfriend, her sensitive good-guy boyfriend, are careless one night, and she gets pregnant. Addie makes the difficult choice to have an abortion, and after that, even though she knows it was the right decision for her, nothing is the same, unquote. And that, of course, that's true. But then it goes on, and by the end of the book, guess what? She's reconciled to all this. And in the meantime, the book is vulgar. It's insolent in its attitude. So many of these books are, you know, you just get pregnant. You're just careless one night. You go ahead, and then everything, you can fix it all. What's really key in this book is at the end of the book, they have a list of resources, Planned Parenthood information is given to kids. So back to the Indiana School District. Parents were outraged, especially when they got the details about many of the books. This was just one of the many books where parents were, their jaws were dropping over the blatant agendas and corruption and explicit material in all these books. And then kids were supposed to do book reports on them and, and present it to the whole class Well, the good news is that the parent outrage has stopped this. The book lists have been withdrawn. The teacher even apologized. That's what you want to have happen if you can. But on an individual basis, when your child is checking out a book from the school library, you're going to have to watch over this yourself. Or if your child comes home with a recommended reading list for the summer or for the school year or whatever, well... Another frequently challenged book is The the Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian, which is about a boy on an Indian reservation, and another book called T-Y-R-E-L-L, I guess you pronounce it Tyrell. Again, another African-American character, but the excuse is that I guess it's for reluctant readers, and it is a filthy book where this boy is behaving very badly. Again, I have a lot more details on my website at missionamerica.com about that book. And my friend Debbie DeGroff, she does a lot of research, not just into the content of these books, but at the, into the reading level of the books. And that one, for instance, is at a very low reading level, um, supposedly to draw in the reluctant readers again. Well, here's what the American Library Association says about challenged books. And by that, they mean where parents hit the roof. Quote, the American Library Association's Office for Intellectual Freedom estimates that more than half of all challenged or banned books are either written by authors of color or contain content that represents groups or viewpoints outside the mainstream, Unquote. So what they're really implying is that if you challenge a book, you're a bigot and you're hateful. It's not true. You can present other viewpoints and all sides on, for instance, the homosexuality issue uh, responsibly, but make sure you actually present all the information, like the fact that science has fallen flat and no one is born homosexual, and that it's a very harmful lifestyle. It's hard on your body. There's still evidence out there that it's a shortened lifespan and that there's no evidence anyone is ever born in the wrong sex body and it goes on from there now you don't get those kind of books you get books with distortions in one direction about African American characters where the kids are you know involved in drug use and explicit sexuality you know why not show a completely different side if you're going to draw these characters in a positive way that helps kids. All this does is draw kids into behavior that no matter what your ethnic or racial or economic background is harmful to them. It's not bigotry that makes most parents object to books like this Tyrell by Co. Booth or all of the many LGBT quote unquote books. Well, among the other books, back to the Indiana parents situation that was resolved over the summer months, and they're back in the fall. And I guess that those book lists are being withdrawn because parents objected. But another one was a book called, a suicide-based book called Die For You. One of the other books was called Bang by Barry Liga, about a boy haunted by his memory where he accidentally shot and killed his infant sister, That's how the book starts. And we wonder why our kids get depressed and get off track. Here are some of the other most challenged books listed by the American Library Association. And many of them, there are good reasons for the challenges. One is I Am Jazz, that's by this teenage boy, who's dressing and acting as a girl and now, I think, has even had surgery, tragically, uh, to remove otherwise healthy body parts because of his delusions. This is so sad. Another one for the elementary grades is a book called George that has been the subject of many controversies during the past year. Other books that have come up is a book called Drama, another book called The Kite Runner, Another book called Sex is a Funny Word. Another book called The Hate You Give. Another book called Speak by Laurie Halsey Anderson. The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood. So let's be watchful. Don't be afraid to speak up. Just remember, just remember, friends, with God, all things, all things are still possible. Have a great day.